Welcome, everybody. This is Tulsa Music Stream. This is episode 56. 57. My name is, oh, 57, my bad. Damn, we just talked about that, too. <laughs> it's okay. No problem. <laughs> anyway, uh, my name's Scott. This is Nine, and that's Jana. Hey. Um, I want to make sure that you guys um, tune in on our YouTube channel. Hit subscribe on that little guy, and you can get the notifications, the little bell. And uh, we're also on Twitter and twitch and of course facebook and you can also uh hit the notifications on facebook and that way you get the alerts when we go live and boom we will be right on your page or whatever that's right anyway um how's everybody doing we got a great interview tonight yeah yeah we do great all the girls are are like anticipating it (laughs) they are we did get a lot of good female response when uh when this started coming together and we started announcing it. So ladies, feel free to ask your questions in the chat. We want to thank Jamie Roberts for uh, helping us uh, get this interview. Um, She's awesome. She is fantastic. I think she's in the chat room. So hello, Uh Jamie, how you doing? Hey Jamie. Yeah, she's great. She, uh, she represents Millie as well as numerous other artists. We've worked with Jamie in the past and she's always so professional, so quick to respond, which is uh, rare in this business. It's, you know, getting these guests is really, uh, it's a feat. It's, a, it's, it's tough. And to have her batting for us, uh, we're just really appreciative of that, Jamie, and, and uh, look forward to doing more work with you in the future. Thank you again. Like Scott said, it's going to be a great episode tonight. Uh, Millie from Steelheart, is, he has a fascinating story, and there's a lot of really great things to cover. He has a lot of current things going on, uh, and we're going to start with his current events, and of course, we'll eventually work our way back to his past but um the guy has a really fascinating story and uh, he cares about about the world and he is already here you guys so let me get him let him get him going in here you guys banter for just a moment he's connecting to audio well i want to thank everybody for joining us um i'm not sure who's all in the chat room but everybody is in the chat room that's right look at them all yeah he sings for the doors as well Okay, I see. I see Millie, but he is all right. Millie, can you hear us? Okay. Yes. 
Fantastic. All right. I'm going to put you on screen. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Let me just set my shop up so I look good over here, so I look like I more like sexy the, and a rock I like star. the nature. <laughs> I like the plant. The plant is the background. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah, this is my little bistro got... over here. This is what kept me alive in the pandemic, through the oh, pandemic. Nice. That's cool. That's really well, cool. Well, you got the cool rock star glasses on, so that's How awesome. How am I doing? Am I doing good? You're you doing look good. Great. Yeah. Sure. You look fantastic. <laughs> we thank you so much for uh, giving us some of your time tonight. We really appreciate you coming on with us here on Tulsa Music Stream. You have a fascinating story, and we're going to kick things off with something very special uh, that you have going on. And I'm going to put this up on the screen for the folks to see. This is a song that you've put out called Trust and Love. This song took over two years to make. And for those of you who don't know, this song is set to top the Guinness World Record for languages one song is recorded in. This song, the verses have been recorded in 13 different languages. And Millie is getting ready to release the Chinese version this Friday. That is super exciting. Can you hear us now? Ah, there you are. Yes. Hey, man. It's like all this... This technology sometimes works and sometimes doesn't. Yeah, right. That's okay. We're used, we're used to it. Yeah, we fought through it. So let me let me start again because this is very important. We want to drive this home tonight. We don't want to miss this. This is your song, Trust and Love. This song was uh, took over two years to make, and it is set to set a Guinness Book of World Record uh, for languages one song is recorded in. And the very exciting news is that the Chinese version is coming out this Friday. Millie, can you tell us a little bit about the process of creating and making this song and what you're hoping to see the song achieve as it spreads throughout the globe in all of these different languages? Well, you know, it's, it's crazy. It's, you know, during a pandemic, I just, um, originally, I, I do a lot of work in Korea. And originally I wrote it for unification of the peninsula, you know, and, um, what happened is that is uh, so I wrote this song uh, in hopes for the unification of their country. And as I was um, writing it and I sang the Korean version and I sang the English version, I just felt it just grew and it grew. And I was like, wow, this is uh, this is so important for the masses, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I went ahead and I sang it in Croatian, my language. And I said, well, I should probably, let's do it Italian, you know? And um, I sang it in Italian. And then it just snowballed. Something was just driving me. You know, it wasn't me even trying to do this, you know? It wasn't, it's not like this song, I'm putting it out now because of the war in Ukraine, you know, to jump on a wagon. Hey, I got this song. No, this is... um, this is something really uh, more deeper from the heart, you know? And um, what I did when I started it, I said, hey, I want to, I, I called upon all my fans and I uh, put up on the website a, a link with me singing the chorus. And I said, hey, download the chorus, hear the lyrics and sing it to your phone, sing it to the studio, whatever you have, just send me your vocals. I don't care how good you are, I don't care if you're amazing, I want everyone's energy. And I got about 340, 350 people who sent in their vocals. Wow. And wow. I put all of those in there. They're all in there, you know. Uh, of course, I had to massage some of them, you know. But it didn't matter 
It was the beauty, it was the energy that they put into it, you know? Right. And um, and it just grew and grew. And and then I, I was like, oh, man. I, I And then I thought about it. It's like, well, you know, just doing it in English, like I said before, is, is not enough, you know? And considering um, I was born in Croatia and I speak fluently, there's a, I don't have a knack with languages, you know? And uh, so I said, well, let me, let me connect with different artists around the world and let's translate the lyrics together and let me sing it. Mm -hmm. And so I did that. We did it on WhatsApp. We would do these video calls like we're doing now and I would enunciate, I would sing it. And, you know, the Lane, the Chinese version, the Mandarin version, Mm -hmm. there's wonderful arts Lane in uh, China. And she was like, she was so amazing to work with we just she goes no no it's not you it's 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 so delicate you know the way to enunciate is the most important and um i did it with every artist around the world and i've created um the song i have uh, another four i will sing um but right now there's um uh, now the uh the mandarin version will be out chinese version will be out uh, this week yeah and Extremely excited. I mean, like, I, I, again, this is my gift to the world in hopes, I would hope that it would capture, it would bring peace and understanding. It is, uh, my vision is that I feel a new world is here, a new vibration, a new energy. And I really feel that we all see it and feel it in our souls. And unfortunately, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, you know, you, you, you do a lot of, a lot of good work, you know, for a lot of, a lot of things, a lot of different, um, uh, just like the, like frontline workers, you, you know, you gave out free tickets, you know, the, all the frontline workers you've done, you just recently on April 26th at the whiskey, you did a thing called or for the, you, you know, the Ukraine benefit and it had like members right. of uh king's x bullet boys and he had sheree curry from uh runaways which that had to be amazing wow yeah that was a great yeah i mean it's like this is you know it's life and and it just saddens me because we're so i feel we're just so close to like blow up and and go into this new world of beauty Mm -hmm. you know and understanding and then we have one guy who's challenging the whole thought of it the whole process it's it's in a crazy way it's almost perfect you know just challenging us how long do we let this person hold us back right you know well i think the song the song could certainly be considered this generation's imagine and uh it's a it's if anyone has not heard it you have to check it out and the video is absolutely beautiful and it's a very important message and i have to ask you i know you scott was talking about the april 26th show at the whiskey that was your first time to perform the song live, is that correct? Yeah, it How was. was that received? It was, oh, it was great. It was really, it was wonderful. I mean, the the players were amazing, and um, it was uh, it's special. I I don't know what else to say. You know, after two years of being in a studio and gathering, there in that video, I don't know if you know, but there's over seven hundred people involved in this wow. video, and all these came together and that's the beauty that's the, the whole um, vision behind the songs to put people together 
you know. So I'm curious as when when you're recording the song in all these languages, do you come across like do you come across where the languages have syllables and you have to change? Um, you know, I don't know. The syllables will change the timing of of something. Plus, uh, it is, may not rhyme. <laughs> right. Uh, it, it is. It is. You have no idea how tricky it is. I'm sure. It's one thing. You know, it's one thing saying it in English, but then when you translate it, like we just finished all of them. They're all being mixed now. Uh, like the Hindi version is gorgeous, and the Italian version. You know? Wow. But, but we. We do have a live stream, and, and people are in the chat room right now watching the interview. And in a, a Melina uh, Hodges asks, uh, "How many languages do you do you sing slash speak?" I speak too fluently. Okay, um, I can understand a couple of the languages here and there, but I speak too fluently. Everything else is um, uh, more or less phonetically. I can sing it. And once I learn the enunciation of different countries, you know, it's also I've, I've been going to Asia since 1989, you know, yeah. and uh, and the thing is that each country is it's the subtleties. It's the little things like in Korean, it's like, sa, you know, and like, Sarangheo, you know, and then when I'm doing these things, when I'm doing it, it was like, say, sa, no, no, not sa, sa. I'm like, I am saying ta. What do you mean? Right. <laughs> you know? I can imagine. But it's like, ah. So you had to put in all that work for, for every time you recorded the song in a different language. You had every to learn, time. You had to learn every that time. language for that song. That reminds me yeah. of when the uh, when the Beatles went and their manager made them uh, record uh, a couple of their songs in German, and they and they mm -hmm. kind of just had to learn those words for that song. So yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah. It's that's that's impressive. Amazing. Yeah, you know, I think the easiest one, which I really loved, uh, I think the easiest ones was Italian. Hmm. Uh, because it, it just, it has such a romantic, the, the second verse is, Stringini Amore. It's so, ah, it's like, pretty. it's like I thought I was in a coliseum, you know, back in the day, you know. Right. So. Hey, you mentioned South Korea. Maybe this is a good part of the interview, too. I want to understand and know how your love affair with South Korea and it's with you, how and when that started and what is it about that country that's so special to you? You even lived there for a time. Is that correct? I did. I did. You know, um, like I said before, I've been going to Asia since 1989. And um, somehow... The Korean people, I mean, all of Asia, really song called She's Gone is very, very famous. And um, especially Korea. Korea just fell in love with it. And believe it or not, the men, um, they would sing it in karaoke. It is still the number one karaoke song today since 89, oh, which wow. is great. Cool. Uh, unbelievable. I'm so honored. And um, anyway, but... Um, if you can sing it, uh, from what I understand, you uh, you get you're gonna probably get lucky. <laughs> it's like this crazy. I don't know how to explain it. Um, and um, and it's they're very passionate, they're very uh, soulful people, mm -hmm. and it just touched their hearts, you know. And um, and they, I, I would come there, and they would give me just a lot of love. You know, and we connected and we sang, we drank, and uh, we enjoyed life. We ate well. I mean, you were so popular. Like, yeah. 
you were so popular. You were on TV shows, and you didn't have you didn't play people's roles. You played you on all of them. Yeah, that's how that's how popular you are there. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it was it was. They call me uh, they call me the legend, and that's it's wow. um, that's very cool. It's, no, it's beautiful. Every I'll meet the you know CEOs of major companies, and they they um uh it's it's just beautiful. That's all because they're all singing the song, you know. They're in, college or whatever have you so amazing so tell me a little anyway, bit about your 30th anniversary um album and i guess you're going to feature uh we die young on there as well we are we're gonna we're gonna i um i own the uh the masters i bought them back from uh universal i own the masters of uh weight record and we remixed and remastered all of that and um i re-recorded um, she's gone in a just piano, vocals, and a forty-piece orchestra. Wow! Wow! And yeah, it is. I um, it is. I think it's even more beautiful than the original because it's um, it's like a lullaby almost, you know. And um, uh, we also uh, recorded uh, "Mama, Don't You Cry" uh, with a forty-piece orchestra as well, as well as uh, in "Trust and Love." So um, then also, uh, I'll never let you go. I'm doing as a duet and it is an acoustic version and I still haven't found the lady singer to do it with me. And I'm really excited to see what life presents on this one. Yeah. Jana, so, do you want to do it? <laughs> I do not have the pipes for that. No, I'm, 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 no, 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 it's not, it's not crazy. It's not crazy. It's just, it's a, it's a more, uh, it's a, it's, it's just a, it's acoustic and it's not, there's no screaming. Yeah. There's still you, a lot of singing. There's a lot screaming. of high notes in that song. Are you a Lady Gaga fan? Do you like her? Yeah, she's one. She's amazing. She's an amazing artist. Yeah. She did great. I did ask her uh, actually. Oh, wow. And, uh, and uh, she was like, um, I think it was more of like a no, but I don't think she knew. Really, I don't think it really got to her, but you never know. We'll see what happens. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. We have so many viewers in here that are, that are leaving some really nice comments for you. Um, we do have, we're going to get to some of these questions. Uh, I want to, I want to, this one is really long, so I'm going to try to shorten it on the fly. This is from our friend, Matt Lemieux, and he wants he wants to say that you are an amazingly gifted singer. He's had the pleasure of meeting you quite a few times over the years. In a nutshell, he's asking if you anticipate playing any songs from the Tangled in Rains uh, album at any of your upcoming shows this year. Absolutely. We um, here here's and I get a lot of these questions, and here's my biggest issue. The biggest issue is that I got a guitar player that's in Boston. Um, I have a drummer that's in Philadelphia. Okay. Um, now I have a bass player that's in Detroit and I'm in Los Angeles. So it's not like it, you know, it used to be, you know, when you're, when you're doing this, when you're starting out, your boys are down the street, you go and rehearse all day, you have a couple of beers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now shit to rehearse. It's like, you know, <laughs> 10 grand to okay, rehearse right, for a week. Right, right. Only, only downfall 
with this, but absolutely. And I really miss playing like sticky side up yeah. loaded. You know, those are like some staple songs. Also some let's maybe uh, love ain't easy. Uh, we should do. I agree. So, and I'm going to try like we got to ask too. Uh, it, it just broke. Uh, I don't know if it was last week or the week before that Martin Anderson is leaving your group to join Lita Ford. So that leads yeah. me to my next question: Are you going to be utilizing fill-ins until you settle on a permanent replacement for him? We are. We are. We have a few few um, gents that are legit, that are fantastic players, and um, one's going to be joining us on the uh, the next show. And um, he is uh, amazing. And, you know, it's like this. What's important with um, with Steelheart, you know, come to a point in life, you know, you really just need to enjoy your life. This is all about happiness, you know. And the people that are around me are all good souls, friends, happy, and honest people. That's what I want around me. And if you have all those qualities, Man, how can we lose? We're always having a great time. Right. You know, I'm sad that, uh, you know, Martin's leaving, but hey, you know, it's, uh, he's got to do what he's got to do. And I respect that. You know, I, fo- I followed that guy since he was, you know, bass player for Lizzie Borden. And right. then, you know, I, I got to meet him and you, of course, when you, when you guys played here in Tulsa at the, um, uh, that, that water park. Oh, Safari yeah. Joe's. Safari right. Joe's. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah that we, was, that was Joe's birthday. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We played on the other stage, and I got to meet you backstage, and uh, and, and you're you, you're you're really concerned about how did your show go? Did you guys do okay? He's like, yeah, man, thanks a lot, man. We did. That's cool. That's nice. It's all it's all important. This is it, guys. This is life, man. Sure. Right now, sure. You know. Yeah. We gotta enjoy it. So I I want to talk to you for a minute about vocals, and I think we brought this up in a lot of shows with a lot of guys that are singers, but you know. You, you thirty, you know, thirty years ago, you write songs and you sing them in a way, and you don't expect to try to be singing them for a reunion tour thirty-five years later. And of course, you got guys like Vince Neil and and recently John Bon Jovi. I don't know what happened there. Um, how do you stay in shape? How do you keep your voice? How do you still sing those songs that you sang thirty years ago? Um, you know, the way you do now, so well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thank, thank you, first of all. Um, you know, it is, it is a focus, and um, I've learned a long time ago it's a gift. And when life presents you a gift, um, you either accept it or you don't. And when you do accept it, you have to respect it, you know. And I, um, I go casual on the drinking. I don't smoke. I will have a cigar once in a while, which is awesome with a scotch i love that but um <laughs> yeah it, yeah but sure sure but i can't do that you can't do it you can't do the drugs you gotta eat right you gotta work out i mean i just focus now i just dropped at eight pounds which i'm like feeling good i'm getting back to a, my original weight that's great and that's just working out getting your body stretching it's a lot of work being a singer yeah, of it's a big and, job and being so a all human that stuff all that stuff's important for you you know as far as you having a good voice and keeping it in shape and um yeah well yeah you're yeah. You still sound- you know the the news broke today i guess phil calling from def leppard you know they got the motley crew def leppard um poison the stadium tour they said they're bringing a trainer out on tour with them i guess so they wow. can work out you know i 
I would, uh, me, if I was, you know, in my fit, late fifties and I would want my trainer to not only work me out physically, but be like a vocal coach as well. For sure. Yeah. 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 It is a workout. Well, I think the most important thing, you know, it's like, you know, especially if you're on, depends how, you know, crazy the tour is. And that tour, you know, I think I saw the dates and that's just like what you call a, um, a gift tour. <laughs> okay. You know, one show on and then two days off and, you know, right, it's just like, right. that's like, uh, when you're that big, you, you know? can call it that way, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, you got, you, it's, you know, it's the, a lot of, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, it's, it's just, just a lot bring of, up the fact that you as well, um, sold a million records and that had to be just a, a wild fantasy for you when, once that, you know, that record just started exploding. What what was going through your head when you were just seeing all of this going on? Well, I mean, considering, you know, I started singing when I was three years old and the, all the journey, you know, getting to that point of unbelievable amount of work and focus and just being uh, diligent to your art, you know, and then finally, I'll never forget it. I saw it on MTV it was number two video. And I just was like, I, I it, it was so much joy to like any artist to be accepted and to be heard and to be, you know, recognized yeah. to finally be recognized. It was just, we thought we thought we were like, holy shit, that guy can sing high. <laughs> holy shit. It was a remarkable time because like guys from Firehouse was coming out and all these guys were singing just incredibly high right there right. at that point, yeah. man. It was incredible. Yeah, that was the whole that was a whole vibe, you know. But I gotta tell you, you know, now and you know, uh we came a little bit late in the game by the time we were discovered and, um, and then, uh, got into that accident. Um, yep. I don't know, you know, so then that, that ended everything pretty hardcore for me. And, can, um, can we talk I, about that a little bit? Because I, sure. I don't know that everyone watching tonight knows the full story. Of course, there's video on YouTube of the accident and, and Scott and I were discussing this last night, I mean, definitely, if you don't mind just kind of walking us through that series of, of events, what you remember of it. But then we have a tail end question. Uh, we we personally found your bass player's reaction unusual. And I don't know if you know what I mean by that. But first of all, recount and tell the viewers what exactly happened to you that night. This is in 1992, Halloween. You guys are performing and an accident happens. Walk us through that. Well, well. I'll tell you the story. So, um, you know, I always felt as, as, a, as a kid, I've always felt something speaking to me and I've got to do something. I don't know what it is in this lifetime. And we were on the 49th show. We did 49 shows and we we're going to take a break and uh, go back out. It just so happens my manager goes, hey, you guys want to do a show, you know, in uh, Denver Arena with Slaughter? uh make it a 50 and then we'll go and break and start again i go great let's do it and we're on the bus i'll never forget it on the bus everybody just burnt out spent you know and um and wasted you know and i'm just 
sitting there, I'm going, well, is this it? Is this the big time? Is this it? <laughs> you know, mm. this is, I need more. This, this gotta be more. I, I need more. This is not just it. So we go do this show and during a song dancing in the fire, I, um, they stood up these, uh, lighting trusses, those massive lighting trusses full of lights. And they stood them up on each side of the stage. And so I went to the left side, I was, I'm singing and I kind of grabbed one, you know, it was, would have been great to climb it, but I just kind of grabbed it, just, you know, put one foot on it or something. And I felt it wobbling. I was like, oh shit, I better get out of the way. <laughs> so I try to get out of the way. I'm walking over to monitors. And just as I took the last step, it hit me in the back of the head. Mm. And I hit the stage face first. I broke my nose, my cheekbone, which is the hardest bone in the body, my jaw, Damn. twisted my back, my knee. And somehow, I don't know how, but I got up. They pulled it off of me. You can see it on YouTube. And Jimmy just lost his shit. He just freaked out because he's, he thought I, I was dead, you know. And so uh, he just said, yeah, it set him off. It set him off really, really bad. Okay. And uh, so anyway, so I I walk off the stage. My, my shirt's ripped. My head is cracked open, literally cracked open. And they put a fold-out chair in the back of the arena, right by, right behind the stage. They don't put me like in a medic, medic room or anything like that. And, and they put a chair there and I sit down in this chair and now I'm in shock. I close my eyes. I hear the ambulance coming. Everybody is freaking out in the backstage. And I could hear everybody's going, oh, you shouldn't have touched that. You shouldn't have this. We're not buying, we're not, it's not our fault. You know, all this crazy stuff. And I closed my eyes and everything went silent. I mean, it was like, wow. it was a movie. It was, uh, it was completely silent. And then, and then I saw this, I saw like a film of my life when I was a kid, like remember sing, standing on top of a chair, singing at three years old. And it was like, Oh, it came fast. Every little thing. Oh, you're a nice person. You're an asshole here. You did this. What you enjoy? What was going on? And it was like, boom. Wow. And then it's light and it goes, and it was a question. What do you want to do? I was like, what do I want to do? And it said, well, you could live out your life. Music's over. Live out your life, family, and have a nice, good, normal life. Or you can keep going. And before I even the question was, or you can keep, in my mind, for what I remember, uh, I knew immediately I got to keep going. As soon as I said, I'll keep going, I opened my eyes and I'm in the ambulance wow. with the oxygen stuff. It was just, it was just a crazy, you know, movie. And um, so then they uh, drugged me up and they put me back on a plane for the next day. You don't put a person on an airplane with a head injury like that. Oh, yeah. so it's brain swells. And uh, so when I got home, what happened is then my brain started really swelling and I couldn't blink. You know what? The, just blinking hurt so much. Mm. It was just beyond explanatory 
the people who have migraines will do understand this. And uh, going to the bathroom was just taking a walk to the bathroom. That was just, that was epic, you know? So seven months, seven months, I couldn't leave the house. I was lying in bed and on the couch, can't even move. And then after that, what happens, I, um, I started getting back to, you know, my brain together a little bit, but then I started losing memory. Mm. And then I started going deeper into a fog and it was crazy. It's like, I wasn't, I really wasn't, I wasn't present. I was like in a different world. And even my family, my brother was like, ah, he's fine. He's just shot. He's a rock star. He's just burnt. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not well, you know, something's wrong. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I went on searching to find out what was wrong with me. I went to, I don't know how many doctors and everybody's like, no, well, your CAT scans look fine. There's nothing wrong with you. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm vomiting in, in his, uh, in his, um, garbage can in his office. Jeez. And, um, and then I met this uh, neuropsychologist lady and I started talking to her. She goes, talk to me. And so I started talking and she stopped me. She goes, Hey, have you ever done acid? I'm like, no, I've never done acid. She goes, all right, keep talking. And she goes, stops me again. I said, are you sure you never did acid? I go, no, I never done acid. All right, keep going. Then she said, you smoke weed? I go, eh, once in a while, not really. I can't singing, but she goes, all right, keep going. She goes, did you get hit in the head? I go, well, I was just getting to that. And then she goes, okay, let me tell you what's going on. She was able to explain to me some things that connected with me. And she said, it's up to you to reconnect to yourself again. Wow. And that was... I don't even know how I got out of that. I started writing, you know, things, how I felt, uh, how I'm feeling, what I've said, what I'm doing. I started taking notes all the time with me everywhere I went. Wow. And then I look back and I'm like, oh, shit, I don't even remember doing that. But then, I'm, but then I'm seeing a pattern. I don't know, somehow it just started slowly creeping back, you know. And um, honestly, it's taking me years to be clear right now i'm the most clear i've ever been that's awesome and, now, uh, did, did your did your former bandmates did they give you much support during that time or or did they just kind of like just kind of go off and do their own thing and just kind of left you there to to heal on your own i have to tell you sadly they it, it, it hurt me because it wasn't like it wasn't like the guys showed up, you know, at the house with guitars or something and a case of beer hanging around him. Let's just hang out, you know, see how you're doing. It wasn't that. It, I was kind of like left left on on my own, and it was uh, it was pretty heavy. Uh, and I lost everything. I mean, I I I mean, I hit the floor like hard, and not because of drugs or alcohol or whatever. Right. I think it was more of just. Uh, <clears throat> information i have to say i mean i don't know there was so much coming into me at some point like information that sometimes things i don't even know how i know you know 
So, so have, you, have you and the original guys, of course, we know we lost John Fowler in 2008, but have you guys ever had the opportunity to sit down and talk about that incident and that period of time that followed and, and why they kind of just left you? Have you guys discussed that or did everybody just go their separate ways? Well, we did. You know, when I was when I was lying in bed there for a long time, I kind of honestly, I was just sitting there going lying there. I had a lot of time to even think. And I'm going, well, shit, man, I'm carrying this. I'm fighting this. I'm doing all this. And it's like, well, why is it all, you know, my shoulders? Right. And honestly, it was one incident um, that kind of happened that just set me. I was like, okay, you know what? This is it. I'm, I'm done. Obviously, this is not working anymore. It's time to move on. Right. And uh, that's what happened. When I said, you know what, it's it's done. And I think that's what Jimmy knew. He knew it was the beginning of the end when that happened. You know. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. It's, watched, I mean, it's I'm sorry. I was just going to say when we watched the video, it, it struck both of us like if if I was there on stage and I watched one of my band members get smashed by. I mean, that could have killed you, obviously. I don't right. think I would expend the energy to destroy my base and pull amps down and throw this and throw that. I would be down there checking on you. So we just found that to be, an, I mean, at least it struck us as an, an unusual response. But as you explained, that was probably just his way of processing and dealing with the tragedy. Yeah. And, and, and you also led into that story, letting us know that things really kind of weren't good at that period anyway. Yeah, and I mean, you know, look, it's it's it is what it is. Life, it's life, and it's like you know, it's a big job being a human being. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, those times were really heavy. And it, again, you know, there's one I got to tell you. Uh, we're mixing the weight record, you know, the song "We All Die Young" that was later in the movie. Yeah. And um, and I'll never forget it. We're in England, beautiful studio, Kit Wolven, dear friend of mine who just passed away also. And uh, he's mixing and I have my feet on the desk. We just had finished dinner and I was taking like kind of like a nap, but still listening. And out of nowhere, I felt like something picked me up off the chair. Literally, it was the craziest thing. Like I stood up like out of nowhere and Kit looks at me and goes, what, what's wrong? What, what the hell was that? I go, holy shit, I'm back. Wow. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. This is, holy shit, I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm present. Because it was always this kind of weird, foggy state, you know? Um, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. That's awesome. Well, we're glad you're back, man. That's great. Listen, she's got a ton of questions over there. We should probably maybe get to some of those viewer questions for a second. I'll leave her... Sure. Uh, yeah. Do you yeah. do you want to read them? Yeah, or? we can do that. Let's do that. Let's take some viewer questions here. Questions and comments. This Elizabeth, is Teresa. Hi. How are you, Elizabeth Talcott? Would like you to know that your vocals have stood the test of time. That's that's great. It's true. Ramon Roberts says, "What a wonderful human being, and bless your soul. That is what the world needs: is more sharing and love." That's nice. Definitely. Shantana Irving is so glad that you kept singing. Awesome. Um, Melissa Hughes says that you need to write a biography. Ah. It's a pretty good story. Definitely. Have you thought about doing that? Well, we, we, um, we already filmed um, a really, really 
actually filmed almost basically all of it, uh, a documentary. Cool. And uh, the only thing that I'd like to redo is the commentary side of it because the, um, the what do you call it, the um, where we did the commentary was in Croatia. It was beautiful Adriatic coast and I just had a white table cloth with a glass of wine and talking and Wow. And then I'm looking at it, I'm going, you know, this story is just way too heavy to be on the Adriatic coast <laughs> drinking a glass of wine, you know what I mean? So that's the only thing, yes. So it is definitely, you know, when it's time, sure. when it's coming. Sure, sure. So what about in two, uh, you, you fronted the uh, the doors, right? It was, I mean, it was, it yeah. was, was it the doors or was it, uh, was the it, door. actually, it was actually the doors? Okay, tell us a little bit yeah. about that. Yeah, it was uh, Robbie and Ray. Uh, John didn't join for that tour uh, because they were arguing. Um, but, um, well, look, how can I explain this? You know, the crazy part is to think of you with your vocal range singing so low. So the Jim yeah. Morrison stuff killed it. Yeah. I have so many, I have so many like these little weird videos that we're going to post very soon when it's time. Uh, in Brussels and in Prague, and I mean the most dramatic, beautiful places and big, huge theaters and, and festivals, a Klom Castle. You know, uh, it's like this. When I I went to uh, meet uh, their manager because I was looking for a new manager, and I had lunch with him, and he looks at me, and goes, you know, I think. Uh, you may be good for this project uh, I uh, manage. And uh, would you be interested to audition? It's about it's a band that they sold like 80 million records. And uh, I think uh, I think you do good. Would you be interested? I go, sure. Who is it? He said, well, it's uh, Robbie and Ray The Doors. I was like, oh, fuck, The Doors. Okay. Wow. <laughs> what was crazy, what was crazy is that I had a premonition that I was going to be doing something completely different than I'm used to doing. Wow. And as soon as he said that, I go, yep, I'm in. I got it. That's cool, no problem. Man. That's so cool. So, well, let me gift. share a let me share a viewer comment. This is our friend Sean Brown and he has some great memories with you. Uh, he says the stone in 1992, you passed him the tequila bottle, same story at the Omni in Oakland. Killer shows, killer times. And then uh, our viewer, Sue, Suze, Maddie Dub says, could Millie give me a late birthday shout-out? It was Sunday. Can you say happy birthday to Suze? Absolutely. Happy birthday, Suze. Uh, May all great. your dreams come true and enjoy your life. This is it. That's fantastic. When you guys were just breaking in and, and you guys were on that MTV chart, was there a band that took you out with them on the road that kind of took you, you know, under their wing or maybe treated you like shit or, or, I mean, uh, how did that work out for you in the beginning there? Once that, once that song really started taking off for you, great you way. know, it, uh, we did, we did great white and we did lynch mob. You know what the problem was? And, and I'm not, I'm, this is honestly what the problem was is nobody really wanted us to go on tour with them. They didn't want us to open up for them. Mm. Period. It's like, too good. No, it's, just, it's just not going to happen. Poison, remember poison. It's like, 
It's just not going to happen. Sure. Put it well, out I can end. see that. <laughs> well, it sucked for me. It sucked for me because sure. it's like, hey, man, I just want to perform, you know? And um, it's got those, doesn't ha- doesn't mean anything. It doesn't, you know, It's everybody has their own energy, his own, you know, vibe. It's got nothing to do with, it's not a competition. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's, uh, it's about doing a great performance and, and touching the audience heart, you know? Yeah. That's what it's about. And supposed and you're supposed to have a, you know, I, my idea growing up was with those bands, you know, I, I watched Motley Crue and Rat, and it's supposed to be a brotherhood, friends, and and and, and yeah. not, it's not a competition at all, man, you know. But so they they felt threatened by you, so they, you know, don't they don't want you to join them. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, but we but we did, you know, you know, we did the Lynch Mob tour. Two days in, George pulls me aside and he asked me to join the band. Oh, oh wow, that's yeah. great. <laughs> Nobody knows that. Sweet. He said cool. he pulled it's me aside. He goes, he goes, you got to join. You got to come with me. You got to join the band. I go, George, how am I gonna? I got a number two video going on there. I got a, a, it's right. on the top top fourteen. It's like you want me to leave now? Go. Like, I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be murdered by my managers, the band, oh, the sure. Universal. Sure. You know, wow. So, well, you know, our last episode we had uh, Jeff Pilson from Dokken. And um, wow. we talked a lot about you know the rock star movie and everything, and and you're you're a big fixture in that in that movie with your voice and and singing. Uh, of course, we all die young, and that's one of my my one of my favorite songs yes. you sing. And, and and I even went to Key West, and and in this when you played it uh-huh. out there, that was just a just uh-huh. a cool vibe and everything. So I appreciate that. But my question is is the song um, stand up. Now I know what uh, Jeff Scott Soto, he sings that song, I believe. And, and but you also did some sort of a version yourself because I know you do that one live. Can you kind of uh, I, I sang, on that? I sang, yeah, everything that Mark sings is me, ah. except for the last song is the guy from the Verve fight. And um, and the reality with that was because of logistics. Okay, at that moment of that song, however. Um, yeah, no, I did all everything you hear in a movie. I have all the, um, I do have actually some of the songs, the actual songs that I sang. And um, we also, um, well, let me give you a little insight. Cool. Okay, Steel Dragon is actually a possibility to happen. Okay, for the future. Wow, I can, really? I, yes, I can tell you that. Um, now, will it consist of the guys that were in the movie? the players yes man so, that's awesome news wow okay well, please I, go yeah ahead. well let me, let me let me make some trouble see how see what how, <laughs> let's do this shit. let's do this Come <laughs> on now. You know, because go ahead it's like so 2019 i put the band together you know one of those here we are i put the band together mm. you know i got uh we got zach we got jeff and um and uh jason jason, jason, Bond. Did, yeah. jason didn't want to do it because he was um Sammy Hagar. Um, well, yeah, and he was working, so he wouldn't want to do it. But we got Matt Sorum. Oh, nice. There you and go. That was that was the um, and we had uh, our first date to happen in um, in uh, oh, where was it? Oh, I can't remember the name right, now, but it was in Florida, and it was set with it was like I believe it was May twenty first or something like that or nineteenth, and. The pandemic hit. Oh shit! Right on, and it was canceled because that's what we didn't we didn't mention it. We were just about to announce it, make it happen, 
and then we try to do it in the winter then we try to do it for christmas then we try to do it the next year and and then you know now it's like you know everybody's working so much but now is a new time and i'm hoping to um put it together yeah that would again. be that would, now you're talking about just to go play some live shows right yeah yeah, live shows. That and, could possibly uh, top almost many of the, you know, what do they call those uh, bands, those uh, super groups, you know? Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, I, think, I hope that you do that. Definitely. That would be amazing. Yeah. Well, well, let's see what life has in store. You know what I mean? You, you know, you can. I can try, and my heart's there, and everything's in place, and, you know, I'll know more uh, very soon. So, fingers crossed. So, was that your yeah. first time in Key West? Uh I believe so. Yeah. What did you have a good time? I had an amazing time. There was, uh, it was absolutely fantastic. The audience was great. I, um, I spent, uh, I think three days there, just hung out and went and rolled some cigars with other guest cigars nice. and, uh, smoked some cigars. I'd have been and, uh, too. there you go. Roll away, man. And it's been, um, yeah, that was a really fun show. It was great. Well, speaking of shows, this is a big week for you. Besides Trust and Love coming out in Mandarin on Friday, let's talk about uh, your show coming up. I'm going to put the tour dates up here. Uh, your next show is this Thursday night at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino with Winger in Biloxi, Mississippi. And that is uh, that is this Thursday. You have a pretty good relationship with the guys in Winger. Do you guys kind of hook up a lot on these fly-in dates that you all do? Absolutely. The great guys... Um... I actually um, had Red Beach uh, do a guitar solo on Trust and Love uh, as well. Um, and um, uh, Kip has become a good brother. The band, all the guys in the band are fantastic. Just They're just gentlemen. I mean, we, uh, we get along great. Basically, we get along great with everyone. Yeah. You know, the Warrant guys, the Firehouse guys. We, uh, Skid Row, it's just... You know, I think, I think everybody's at a point of life. This is it. You know, there's no, there's no drama. There's no, what's the word? There's no bullshit. You know what I mean? That happens when you get older. When you're, when you're in your twenties, you're fucking young and hungry and everybody's your competition and just fucking let's go. And then you get older and you're like, okay, I survived all that shit. I'm 40, 50, 60, whatever it is. And I just want stability now and cool people and no bullshit, no drama. So yeah. it changes. I mean, we we've, we've probably all hit that hit that already too. For so sure. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna do it, look, man, you got to, you know, it's, you know, touring the world thirty years. It's like, you know, you got to get you get into the car, you get in, you get to the airport. Yeah, I, I don't give a shit what you're doing. First class, second class, third class. It is a lot of work, yeah. you know. And then you show up and you hear shit. No. You just want to show up, do your thing, have fun with it, have fun with people, you know, touch some hearts. And that's, that's the, that's what we do. That's what, that's what makes us tick as artists to get that love and that energy back. You know, you can punch them. They're like, fuck yeah, man, this is it. That's what keeps me going. For sure. We're, we're kind of, go ahead, Scott. I was going to ask you, do you remember where you were at when you heard the news of your former drummer passing away? And, uh, what did that i mean i know you guys were kind of separated at a time but i'm sure that kind of broke you know brought you back to a lot of a lot of memories and stuff with him you know no i i, I was in touch with john quite a bit and frank 
uh, Chris, I actually brought back into the band, right. you know, for a while. Um, and John, I, I remember uh, we were, um, when it came to Stanford, I was playing the new album, the Good To Be Alive album. Time. We were listening to it in the car. And, and then we would, you know, go for coffee and stuff and hang out. He was just telling me about his life. And he was in like four or five different bands uh, in Connecticut. He was taking care of his son, and um, he was just really stressed out. Mm. You know, I really felt bad for him. He goes, um, he, he, he talked about it. It's like, he goes, man, I, I'm taking care of my kid. I'm doing the best I can. And it's the pressure, you know, and living in Connecticut, especially Stanford, Greenwich, Connecticut, it's like some of the wealthiest, you know, cities, uh, towns in the world. And, um, I think it just was just too much and he and just and his body and brain just said this is it we're done we can't keep up the pressure wow. you know and uh, it was really sad i it was it was sad it was sad it was very sad definitely you know? sorry sorry for your loss and he is missed in this music community yeah but uh but you know god bless you because i i think you have such a healthy perspective on life it seems like you're in such a good place and you're doing things that are impacting the world you do not seem to be a self-centered guy and it truly feels like you're you're hoping to bridge the world i mean and and you know fortunately when people have a platform like you do you, you sometimes have some resources to really help bring things together and unify people. And we just commend you for all the good stuff that you're doing out there. It's, it's good work that you're doing. Uh, we'll kind of start wrapping things up. You've been on with us for close to an hour. Again, we truly appreciate your time. Um, guys, do you have anything else for Millie before we start wrapping things up with him? Um, I wanted to tell you my, my favorite performance that you did here in Tulsa is when you played Streets Gone Wild. I don't know if you remember that. But there was a tons of bands over the weekend. It was the middle of downtown Tulsa, yeah, out, out in the streets, out in the streets. Oh yeah, uh, let me make sure. I think I think we I have that actual photo in on on the website. Yeah, it was a downtown downtown, right? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Striper Quiet. I do remember that. And you had uh, yeah, that Rev. was yeah. You had yeah, Rev on yeah. bass at that time, and mm -hmm. I, I believe is yeah. he uh, from Oklahoma City or? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's an Oklahoman. Yes, he is. So you're kind of it's, used to um, us a little bit. What's that? I said you're kind of used to us a little bit. Just a touch. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you're, you know what? You're all beautiful. All people. Everybody's beautiful. So everyone's right. got you know quirks, right. and everybody can be an asshole, but you know, <laughs> but all in all. Well, here's here's yeah. one more viewer question. This is really interesting because I didn't know this, and and our friend Matt Lemieux, he he's a he's a stat guy. He knows all the stats on all you rock stars. He says you auditioned for both Velvet Revolver and Stone Temple Pilots. He said personally, I don't think either was the right fit for you, as I'd rather you keep doing Steelheart. Uh, but uh, what are your uh, thoughts on those experiences? I fucking wow. killed it. I fucking killed it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you know. And somehow, I would love to, I would, I don't know, I may get, I don't know if I get sued or not. Or I don't know if it matters. Uh, my, uh, when I did the Stone Temple Pilots, that was a, actually, uh, my, my attorney's like, hey, you should really, they're looking for singers, you should really do this. I'm like, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to do this unless it's really, you know, the inside scoop. I'm not doing that. And uh, he goes, no, the manager wants you to do it. So 
I went and did did one song. It, it, you know what? I wish I could just play it for you guys. It sounds, mm. sound, sounds, I felt it. I mean, it was. What song, uh, it was, was, a, what song did you sing? I did um, uh, Interstate. Uh, Love uh, song. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel the Oh, a Vaseline. Vaseline, the Vaseline, Interstate Love Song, and uh, what's the biggest one? Uh, plush. Uh, plush. Yeah. I did Plush. That's pretty I did cool. Those- Velvet Revolver is one of my favorite super groups, yeah. and I love them. And what's what's yeah. so funny, how, how both Scott Weiland sang for both those bands that you tried oh, out. Oh, man. No, you he don't, also you did you, uh, The Doors, story. too, right? <laughs> Yeah, he did. He did. Wow. Scott was great. Scott was a great singer. He was fantastic. You know, he had the whole vibe. He had. He was just. He was the, his only. His biggest issue was drugs. You know? yeah. That's what I wanted but, to ask uh, you too. What kind? Like, to, as far as singers go, who? What? Uh, you know, you're a great singer. Who do you think is great out there? You know, there's there's a today now. Yeah. Yeah. Today um, now. You know, today now, um, I'm not really, uh, honestly, I'm not, I have been in the studio hole mm-hmm. for the last five years, and I am so out of touch. I'm, I'm embarrassed, actually. Um, I really am, because it's like, there's so much going on. And to create um, the amount of shit that I do, there's just no way that you can have too much in there. You know what I mean? It's too much sure. focus. Sure. But look. I grew up with Robert Plant, you know, I grew up with uh, Paul Rogers, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, those singers. I mean, those are just like, those are, there's something else coming through those people. It's not just singing. There's a, there's spirits coming through. There's sure. God speaking the world. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what, even the, even, you know, the doors, I mean, come on, Jim Morrison. I mean, when I, I did, I did a show in Prague. I'll tell you a quick story. And then, um, we're doing a show in Prague and I'll never forget it. Beautiful, huge, massive theater. And Ray's on the right side of me and he's always watching me as I'm singing, you know, and I'm about to sing and something just stops me. He goes, his voice goes, stop, don't sing. I'm like, okay. I got my eyes closed and I'm just standing there and it's something speaking to me. Don't sing, just stay here. Let the music go. Let it feel, let it flow. Keep going. No, no, not now. Let it go. Let the audience keep going. Just wait. Wait. Now sing. Hmm. And then and then it came out. When the music's over. It was it was Jim. Wow. I mean he was right there with me. I mean it's this is what I live for. Yeah. You know, those when that energy comes through you and those sure. So it's, it's it's a gift, yes. you know. So you, you definitely have one, my friend, and, and we truly appreciate your talent and your gift to the world of music. Let's again put this up on the screen. Trust in love. What a special song! And again, uh, it's it's been released in so many different languages. The Mandarin Chinese version is coming out this Friday. You guys make sure you check that song out. Don't just check the song out, but buy into the message because the world does need more love and unity and we can do it together if we all just uh do our part i'm waiting i'm waiting on waiting on the oklahoma version oh that's coming yeah, out already 
Yeah, they're gonna have a lot of yeah. y'alls and you know, fixing too. Just really, you know what I did when we did that show with uh, at Joe's place, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, he has a lot of a lot of animals and stuff. So he had this baby tiger yes. that I that I was yes. hanging out with and playing with. Yeah, well, that baby tiger gave me a uh, a, a uh, I got a tick. Oh, wow! On my arm. Yeah. yeah, like it was just like serious. Wow. I mean, yeah, uh-huh. but. Uh, Anyway, I don't know why I mentioned it. Well, like Rocky Mountain spotted fever. I'm just, yeah. I'm just yeah. hoping the next time you're in Oklahoma, we can leave a little better impression on you than a tick. That's not so great, but uh... no, no. I've always had a wonderful time. We did, uh, we did uh, Rocklahoma. Yeah, that's right. you remember that? That's right, of course. Yeah, I, mean, I still have, I have footage of that. I actually have the actual uh, concert of that at some point that I'd love to uh, mix down. How many have you done? So, have you just done one Rocklahoma? No, we did two. You've done two. You right. did the first one in 2007, right? Yeah, flew in in a in a fighter jet. Oh wow! <laughs> that was the second. No, the second one. I flew okay. in. I flew in with my friend who was a uh, who just passed away, mm. um, and uh, well, he flew he flew the plane, of course, um, in an L39, and then I jumped on a, a Harley and drove. Uh, it was all like on the screen, on the video screen, kind of showing. Right, and then I, right. um, and then I rode on, I rode up on the stage with a Harley. It was, man, nice. it was like nice. That's that's the way to do it, man. Well, we're happy that you're still doing it. You're still being productive, and you're still, you know, um, honing your craft. Because as Jizzy Pearl once said, "What what the fuck's a guy like me supposed to do? Go work at Home Depot now?" <laughs> so. Right. No, we're not. We're not going to Home Depot. No. <laughs> no. So, so, so yeah. thank you for for still uh, doing what you do. Yeah. Hey, yeah, one well, quick, one quick final question yeah. from a viewer. What's the name on that, Teresa? Candace Ballard wants to know how many more years you will be performing. There's no. Limit. You know what? As long as life keeps me going, you know, I will respect my gift. And uh, shit, I, I, I gotta know. You know, I, they, you know, considering the accident, I should have been dead then, right? Mm-hmm. You just don't know when they're gonna pull your plug. Yeah. That's right. So. As long as I'm here, I'm going to keep creating and I'm going to keep singing. And when I can't, and honestly, I know if I'm at 65 years old, I really don't want to be singing Angel Eye Scream. Even if I can, it's going to be, it's like, <laughs> it, it just looks weird. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Okay, see, you just called it Angel Eyes, and we were just having this discussion. We did have this discussion. We, and we thought, you know, if someone was trying to look for angel eyes, they're not going to find it because that's not the title, but everyone calls it angel eyes. Do you wish you can go back and retitle that or at least put it in like parentheses? <laughs> it is. It is. It's I'll never let you go parentheses angel eyes. Let me tell you really. Well, here's, so here we are. We put the first record out 13 years of rehearsing. Yada, yada. Finally, the record comes out. And it's and it's going, and I'm dry. I'll never forget it. I'm driving on the Merritt Parkway in Connecticut. I got the sunroof open. I was smoking a cigar. I'm like, yeah, life is fucking good. Right? <laughs> I'm gonna be a rock star. This is amazing. And on the radio it goes, and and we named the song was called Angel Eyes because it starts off eyes, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And it was called Angel Eyes. And I'm driving down. And the uh, the DJ on the radio goes, and now the most uh, the number of this great new song, brand new song from Jeff Healy, Angel Eyes. Oh. Uh, Jeff uh, Healy. Uh. 
over. I was so pissed. Oh I was like, God. I mean, fucking really? Brought you back down to yeah. earth quick, huh? Hell yeah. So, <laughs> wow. that's so what that, I did on that thing. So that forced you to change the title. Wow. Exactly. Wow. wow. What a story. That's huh. crazy. Breaking news yeah. all over the place tonight. Well, Millie, yeah. listen, we're, we're going to cut you loose. You've got a busy week ahead of you. Again, if you're in the Biloxi, Mississippi area, catch these guys this Thursday night with Winger at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, Biloxi, Mississippi. Millie, thank you for your time. Thank you for your talent. God bless you. Keep you guys safe out there on the road. And we hope to catch up with you again someday soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Love thank you. Really. Thank you. You guys All take care. Time. Thanks, buddy. Bye-bye. Have a good night. Take care, man. Bye. Awesome interview, guys. Yeah, what an engaging guy. Great stories. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, man. There's some good people in this world, you know. By God. Sometimes if I if I start losing my faith in people, all I have to come in here and is do a stream and talk to talk to these guys and Man. Well, because you never know what some of these guys who've lived a life like that are going to be like, you I know, know. And, and when they come in here and they surprise you and they're really down to earth and they're really engaging, it's just a huge bonus for us. Right. For sure. So thank you, Millie. That was great. Oh, yeah. Yes. Wonderful. Thank you again, Jamie Roberts, for helping us coordinate that. And let's stay in touch and bring some more of your artists on here on the Tulsa Music Stream. What a great uh, turnout in the in the live chat. Yeah, the I mean, we still routine. have 41 people in here. Yeah. In, Please make sure you share this uh, this interview on all your personal uh, Facebook pages. Um, you know, share it on your in your favorite groups and all that good stuff. And then let's get the numbers up for him. That'd be awesome. And um, let's hope this gets picked up because he said some really fun, you know fina- fascinating things, especially still dragon thing. You know, that was pretty That's cool. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was breaking news for sure. We'll Stand definitely up and shout about that shit. Huh? Yeah. And, and I always wondered, you know, if it, if they would ever work things out. You know, there's some of the original members, and um, you know, try to piece that together for maybe a, a few shows or a, a reunion of some sort. Hey, I don't mean to change the subject, but this is important. Jamie Roberts just said Sebastian Duke's new band has a song coming out on Friday. Friday's a big day for song releases, so we're definitely going to watch for that. Cool. And you guys remember we had Sebastian on here. Yeah. And uh, that's another one of Jamie's Jamie's artists that she's representing. So cool. we will be watching for that. We're proud of Sebastian and all he's got going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. And, uh, man, thank you guys for supporting. Like Scott said, we're really, you know, it's a continuous effort to build and grow. We're really, you know, Facebook's rocking pretty good. We're trying to get our YouTube subscribers up. So if you have not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, go to Tulsa Music Stream and uh, subscribe there. And, uh, you know, once the once the shows start getting a lot of views and generating a lot of views, that just opens doors for us to continue our growth. So uh, thank you for your continuous support. I do want to give a shout out to our sponsors real quick. Let's let's say thanks to DEB Concerts. You guys make sure you get your tickets for the show. We mentioned this a couple times earlier tonight. August 20th at the BOK Center, we've got Poison, Cinderella's Tom Kiefer, and L.A. Guns, and that's going to be hosted by Eddie Trunk at the BOK in Tulsa. Go to debconcerts.com. Stay in touch with all the upcoming DEB shows. We know Doug's going to be involved in Rocklahoma again, so it's good good times for all of there. Thank you, Psychomo Filmworks, for an awesome intro for the show. If you have video needs, go to Psychomo Filmworks. Email psychomo at gmail.com. Thank you, Identity Merch, for our online store. Guys, we need you to pick up some more T-shirts, and you see that nice little uh, tank top there for the summer. 
get you one, go to our Facebook page, Tulsa Music Stream. At the very top, you can click the link that will take you to our store, which is handled by Identity Merch. Order a shirt and support Tulsa Music Stream around town. Wear the threads. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Dustin Little for your continuous support of the stream. If you have any IT needs, go to Oki PC. You can contact him at 918-640-0892 or email Dustin at okiepc.com. Thanks also to gregshipman.com and Surviving Rocklahoma for your contributions to our show. We truly appreciate you guys. Teresa, are you okay with me putting you on camera? Yeah, let's go. It's the split cam. It's the three plus the one equals four. There we are. Three of these kids are doing the same same thing. thing. One (laughs) of these kids is doing her own thing. thing. Hey, that was pretty awful. It's a great song. I don't even know where that came from. You guys uh, got that in your set list coming up this Saturday? We're opening with it. Cool, cool, cool. It's a show opener. Yeah. Mm. So, hey, thanks for, you were kind of a busy girl tonight, keeping a up with. A lot of people had a lot of things to say A lot of people tonight. tuned in tonight. Thank you a guys for tuning in. So, so I'm making new friends right now. Oh, that's so great. Fantastic. I am thanking I've got everyone. Do you, and any parties or anything? Yeah. Well, I, I've got to put some stuff in my, i got to look at my calendar. I've yeah, got to look at your yeah. calendar. We're trying, right. to, trying to fit you guys in, man. I mean, really. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah. This was one of episode 57 was one of the best it's in the top three i i think it was and the, it was the fans have voted it's in the top three now what do we do I like how it. do we top that for the rest of our night what do we wow. do to top that we go to bed we go back to 56 oh what uh, well according know. to you that was show 56 it, it was. <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey you know what it's just like 56 part two right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you guys I should mean, see they're, us they're both in rock star so it's kind of like okay. the, do we need to talk about ozark or anything before we leave don't even get me start have you finished it yet Yeah, we finished it is your heart broken no. oh no no. No. no no my heart's not broken sorry you probably if you haven't seen it i'm not gonna mess we're it gonna up for you. we're not gonna spoil it for <laughs> you, but, you never know. mind yeah. it's just that you know yeah i okay. know well, we appreciate uh, each and every one of you for tuning in for tonight's episode of Tulsa Music Stream. Like we said, help us share the interview, our show. Go check out all of our other interviews. We have a ton of cool interviews with a lot of cool rock stars. Everyone from Lita Ford to Stephen Piercy and beyond. Rudy Sarzo. And, uh, yeah, Rudy yeah, Sarzo. in the top three. Make sure you see that. Um, and so get on YouTube. Hit that bell notification, and we'll see y'all later, man. We are yeah. Tulsa Music Stream. Thank I'm you, guys. Scott Thanks Squires. For in. This is Nine, and that's Jana Squires. Teresa's over there. Yeah. Teresa's see you. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Talk to you soon. Rock and roll ain't noise pollution. Thanks, guys. Good night. <laughs>